Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're asking, who replaces Coach K as the best coach in college basketball now that he is retired? Is it Bill Self? Is it Jay Wright? Is it someone else? You can also hit us up on the Twitter feed at Key J and Max. Jay, I know you're feeling good this morning. I'm feeling great this morning. <laughs> uh, you guys had no idea. When, last night, watching that game, I looked at my wife and I said, yes. The universe is the way it should be. Carolina has lost. This welcome back Cotter theme song you're hearing is because Evan, our producer, made a joke in the commercial and it was straight out of welcome yes. back Cotter. This is one of those that's conversations. The second, See your way out. That is the second <laughs> welcome back Cotter reference of the day. First of all, Yates, our board op, played this song earlier in the show as a rejoin, right? So he plays this song, and then I make the joke. Max says, that's a joke, right, from Welcome Back, Cotter. And Yates says, what's Welcome Back, Cotter? He played the theme song from the show earlier in the show and then asked the question, that must have, what's Welcome Back, Cotter? I don't remember well, that, so it must have been well, in my head somewhere. Well, the song that I played was... Play it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. that's yes, why I don't remember it as yeah. the Welcome the Back vibe. Cotter theme song. The vibe, yeah. I don't know but what it, the, the joke is. that Evan told was, this is an A-B conversation, so, why don't you see yes. your way so, out of it? So which, is, which, is, which I love that joke, by the way, but it's something you would hear on Welcome Back Cotter. So Pat, nice Pat, and I were, Pat and I were talking about the Masters Dinner uh, for Hideki Matsuyama tonight, who's the defending champion. He gets to pick the menu, Ooh. and... And I was reading off the menu in the break, and Pat goes, man, it must stink if you're one of the golfers who's a, a master's champion. You go to the dinner, and you don't like any of that food. And so we started talking about chicken wings, and Key said, chicken wings are terrible. And I said, hey, Key, this is an A-B conversation. See your way out of it. No, now he said chicken fingers, fingers. are terrible. What's, what What you got against chicken fingers, Key? The bread. I mean, the bread. The so bread. you just don't want breaded chicken. The bread. <laughs> the why bread, would you want breaded chicken? Chicken is not why, made. Why not have breaded if chicken? Gonna have bread, chicken's good. If you're going to go breaded chicken, then go chicken parm, and that's it. Well, but then now you got all the cheese and everything. That's it's fine. Not, I'm not even talking about the calories and stuff. I'm just talking about the, the taste of it. I don't want breaded chicken unless, if you I'm want, fry, unless I'm frying real chicken like a leg and the wings, and, and I'm putting flour on it. draft. Sometimes you just want some finger giraffe. food, right? <laughs> and and the and this chicken ha- wings, but chicken so, wings are disgusting to me. Chicken wings what? are? I mean, I'm sorry, what? chicken what? fingers, chicken fingers, oh, chicken fingers, okay. chicken, no, chicken wings. No, not chicken wings. First yeah, of all, wings. anything no, your kids wings, will eat. If you look because we went out to no, yeah, come yeah, on, man. We went out to fight. You had chicken wings. I didn't Wait, eat where, any of them. They key. ordered them. I didn't eat them because I was sipping. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah we don't have to kill Chicken fingers are great. They're not messy. No, They're like chicken it's, wings. It's you got to get your- So, wait, you don't eat chicken wings while you sipping? No, I eat, but I was sipping and I wasn't focused. We was talking <laughs> yeah. and it was a different deal. I ordered them and they didn't look that appetizing either because they were soft, mm. if you remember. Yeah. Key, yeah. what do you think about uh, boneless wings then? No. no. Yeah, that's if weird. I want cues of chicken, if I want cues of chicken, I'll cut up a breast and have cues of chicken. Where are you on mozzarella sticks? Best Ooh. ever. But, now but wait a minute. Is this confusing? Hold on. Stop. Hold on. Give me mixed the messages. Sti- oh, God, stop. <laughs> the sticks The sticks are not my favorite. I like the square. I like All them right. flat. You, you, like, you like the kids' mozzarella sticks. What's the square? What's the, what do you call a square? Chicken. It's breaded it's not, cheese, though. No, I know, but it's 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 just in a different shape than but the why, sticks. Why can't you have breaded cheese, but you can't have breaded chicken? That's what I want. It's to know. because mozzarella 
sticks are made to be mozzarella sticks with bread on it. What? Chicken is not made no, to have not. a you thick can just crust. Have, you can just have it's a mozzarella. Not. If God wanted mozzarella. chicken with bread on it, it, it he would have made a chicken with bread on it. Mozzarella sticks, oh, it's the best. If you, if you got a mozzarella the best. But oh you, you, you know what I mean? The square one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. patty more so. Yeah, patty more, at a yeah, restaurant, the ones, yeah. it's the... Wait, I mean, now I'm confused. I, I would literally go find a place. called a mozzarella plank. Is that what it's called? A plank? Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I just know it's good. good. But it's oh, good. I mean, wait, now, now I'm curious. What's on the menu for the master's Oh, hang ceremony? on. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Whatever you eat. Hang on. It's not. <laughs> it's what the winner wants. And well, that's not what the other guy said. Whatever the scenes, you guys what you guys do. You asked me a question that I thought I was prepared for that I'm not. Whatever they eat. Here it is. So assorted sushi, sashimi, and uh, chicken skewers are the appetizers. Miso glazed black cod. Oh. Uh, wagyu beef with mixed oh. mushrooms and vegetables. Oh, that's delicious. That's ridiculous. And, and they, they should be happy too. about and this. It's not even unhealthy, really. And a ponzu sauce. And then this dessert. Just, oh, my God. The dessert God. is a Japanese strawberry shortcake, oh. which is a fluffy sponge cake with whipped cream and strawberries. I got to tell you, I don't know if you guys have ever had Japanese mm. pancakes. But they are I the like it. fluffiest things ever. You put egg yolks into the batter, do and then when you don't make bring them, they like this puff up. Everybody, yeah. who, who everybody cooks pancakes with egg. Every culture's no, 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 pancakes no, no, no. are you awesome. Whip egg by the way, whites. you like whip up egg whites, almost like uh, you're making a meringue. Oh, and you mm. put the oh, meringue, the mm-hmm. whipped egg whites, into the batter, and they like puff up, and it's, they're called like Japanese. Pancakes. Now, yeah, I'll think, I'll now I'm actually fingers. thinking of scallion pancakes. I'm getting hungry. Who wouldn't oh, want this meal, though? Why would you, Why would you not like this who meal? Said meal? They wouldn't like, who said well, they wouldn't like this meal? Yates said he's allergic to I can't help you, menu, but Yates. I can't help you, then you won't eat. Yeah, then go I'm, and bring I'm, your own fried chicken. Wait, what are you allergic to, Yates? Whatever you eat, Yates will bring it. Wait, hold on. What? Name one thing you're allergic to there, Yates. The Wagyu? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm cool on that. Wagyu well, is cool. You only can have You're a little allergic bit of it to beef? It's too buttery. <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat it like that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very stringent eater. That's man. not being <laughs> allergic. That's stringent. What are you allergic <laughs> to? Tomatoes? He don't know. He just don't like to eat. You got a peanut allergy? You got a shrimp allergy? You're not allergic. You know what he is, tomatoes. For you, sure, it's allergic to tomatoes. I figured you were allergic sure. to tomatoes. A lot There's of people no tomatoes are. on here. No, but yes. a lot of people are allergic to tomatoes. There's so no tomatoes on wagyu. Probably, probably allergic to shellfish. Right. I'm allergic yeah, I'm to shellfish. Cool. Yeah, a lot of people. Well, you're missing yeah. out life. All yeah, sorry. Man. I still do it, though. I just take Benadryl. Are you allergic to, to sleep Why would you early? risk your life? Because I don't put my kids down early, and then I, I go to sleep early. It's ridiculous. Extra rest. What? Sometimes you got to find a way to tap out. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, no. I can see where Yates, you know, Yates is one of those guys reminds me of Chad Johnson. Chad, I've been. Who is a professional athlete who doesn't understand good food? Sounds like DK Metcalf. You know, yeah, DK Metcalf. By the way, candy diet. diet. One, he has one a big dinner, right? Otherwise, he has a coffee and three, four bags of candy. I don't believe it, but okay, whatever. I mean, I don't know how you could live like that. Speaking of DK Metcalf, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider, was on this show earlier. We asked him, "Will DK Metcalf be traded?" Metcalf is the player that teams are sort of watching right now because of Seattle and all the change that's gone on, and they moved on from Russell Wilson, even though they said they had no intention to. They just said they have no intention to trade DK Metcalf. So it, it's teams are at least calling, looking around on this. Seattle's sort of giving the vibe privately and publicly that they're not going to do anything. So I think it would have to be an offer they couldn't refuse, uh, which is possible. I mean, there's sort of a receiver war going on right now because like a boiling point because all these guys need to get paid now. They're a year away from free agency. 
Uh, but teams are a little scared of that because they're like, you know, if 20 million a year is the starting point for some of these guys, but there's so many good receivers in the draft every year, I think you'll see the Packers and some of these other teams, teams that need a receiver be patient, see what happens in the draft. If they don't get the guy they want, then they could make a move on, say, Jimmy. you know, Metcalf. All right, so Metcalf is out there. A.J. Brown could be out there, right? Could be. Rich Samini is talking about the Jets keeping an eye on A.J. Brown. Mm. Where is A.J.? Like, D.K. Metcalf, I get it, Key. He's an extraordinary physical talent who can have a big impact on the game but sometimes goes away. So he's not in your very highest first tier of the top five, let's say. Where's A.J. Brown for you? Right around where D.K. would be. Really? Yeah. And maybe if he was a different quarterback, he might be able to do some stuff a little bit different. But right around, right around there. So a legit a, number one in receiver. League, in a passing league, he's a thousand-yard receiver. That's what he is. So he's a number one. Yeah. A.J. Brown's a number one. Really? He's a, he is a number wow. one be, by default. What? Well, I would figure if you're top fifteen ish, that means half the teams don't even have a dude like you. See, but y'all, but but y'all as as, and I'm gonna call y'all fans. Yeah, yeah. Y'all what, as fans don't really understand what a one versus a two versus a three is. Okay. Just because you're the starter on the team doesn't make you. You're the one on that team. Right. You have nobody else to throw to. Max is there. He's the one. Right. That's what it is. Opposed to a difference maker. A change, right? DK Metcalf, you mentioned. DK Metcalf's last year, just take 2021 season. How many 100-yard games you think he had, despite who the quarterback was? Just a guess. Half 17 a, games. Half a dozen. But wait. Go ahead. Can't, can't you factor in the fact that they are a run-dominant team? Like we, we no, talk, I, I didn't use no, Metcalf because, a lot in fantasy. No, I, I don't think he was. I don't think he no, had I can't, the beginning factor, of the season, I can't factor into that. Because at the beginning of the season, you told me that they're not going to change up their system, even though they no, brought no, on Julio not, Jones. Not, not we, I switched it. I said DK. Oh, not okay. AJ. DK. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. I didn't use him very much in fantasy, which means he wasn't getting a lot of yards. Wait, probably. now I'm curious. How many hundred in seven, yards? In 17 games, he had one. One, yeah. One in 17 games. The year before, I bet you had half a dozen. He had five the year before. But Damn. at the start of the season, so he, he didn't has, have one to like week eight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then right. he had one, then he went disappeared, and he had like a stretch of two or three big games of 171. How much yards of that is on the quarterback? He it doesn't like for me. No matter who your quarterback is, I'm gonna still be able to be a major factor in our offense. To the point where I don't disappear when I think about ones. But wait a minute. You are the one talking about you might only have four catches for 60 yards, but, but they're influential moments very, in the game. Very, that's what you want. His was never really influential in the moments of the games. Although, with that being said, for the New York Jets, I would take him over A.J. Brown because I got Corey Davis. Mm. So I don't need Corey Davis and A.J. Mm. Brown, which are similar to me. I need a guy like D.K. Metcalf who is a freak of nature, home run hitter, go get him, you know, uh, 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 kind of like a baby Megatron to a degree. It feels to me nowadays like they're throwing around first-round picks for these guys, like like maybe because a, a real good rookie who's drafted toward the top of the draft is going to make Chase. five, six million a year right away anyway. So for that, you might as well get someone, I guess, who you know will give you production and just pay him twice as much. No, three times. Three times as much, so if yeah. I'm, if I'm, or is it four times? Yeah, four times as much. Yeah, so yeah. if I'm going to get DK Metcalf 
and I'm the New York Jets, it's going to cost me at least ninety million of guaranteed money over the first three years of the deal. Why do that if there's a t- if there's a deep receiver pool in this draft? Because I might not get a I might not get a guy in his fourth fifth year that is as nice of a threat as a DK Metcalf. I may go get a guy that I think is, and then what? So I'm stuck with I'm stuck. What was it, Evan? What's the guy that the Jets had that was from Georgia Tech? The receiver? Stephen Hill. Like, I'm going to give me a Stephen Hill that I thought was going to be uh, Megatron or or uh, um, somebody like that because of the school that he was coming from. So now I what, miss. What's the right value for DK Metcalf? Like, if you can get him, what, 20, 25 million? No, I'm, I'm, I, need I know to he's him. not going to go, but that's what I'm asking you. What's the right yeah, value? Yeah, if, if he settles for 25 million a year, you, you got one. You go ahead and do it. Metcalf is. Still, I'm going to look up. Metcalf is still very young. Yeah, young. It's only his fourth. Going into his fourth year. He's 24. 24, 24 years yeah. old. You know, I listen. I'm not saying he's going to be Calvin Johnson. Okay, let me just say that right now. But it reminds me in a way when Calvin Johnson came out, he was arguably <laughs> the most highly touted dude ever. Right at the position, people were losing their minds Who over Calvin that? Johnson. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. And the first set, he was very good right away. But there were dudes like Andre Johnson. There were guys in the league who were better than him, and people were kind of sleeping on how young Calvin Johnson was. So when you have a guy who's who's top fifteen, top ten, maybe, and he's young, doesn't that mean give him another couple of years and he's going to be top five? You should know by the fourth year what you got. Like, you should know. You are what you are by you year are, four? Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Ain't nobody all of a sudden in mm-hmm. year six the light bulb comes on. Because in year six, I'm already looking for somebody else to replace your ass. Because mm-hmm. you're not giving me what I need. The first year, I'm not looking for nothing for you. Second year, you're going to be okay. Third year, you go a little bit of Pro Bowl type. Real Pro Bowl, not this. Mac Jones Pro Bowl. No, no, yeah. none of that. And then the fourth year, you Becoming the best offensive player fifth year in the league. That's where you need to be. Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get back to the NBA. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. One of the all-time greatest of the greatest, Magic Johnson. New documentary, They Call Me Magic. So, Buck, this ain't the drama BS that winning time. This is real. This is, no, this, this, this is my real folk. Yeah, this yeah, is the real. Yeah, it's the Thank real you, one. Key. Thank you, Key. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched one episode, so me I don't either. know. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. I want to take some calls, guys? Let's do it. I haven't done that in a minute. Take some Scott calls. Scott in New Jersey. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. This is definitely the best, the best sports talk on TV. Let me say that first and foremost. Right. That's what I'm talking about, baby. And I know all three of y'all, I can't say how. That would have to be off the air. But I wanted to talk about the Lakers. All right. The Lakers <laughs> used to have a team in 2004. No, Scott knows all three of us. Scott, Scott, man, you had us looking at each other. Talking about, Wait a minute, how you know all no, three Scott, of us? Go ahead and take us offline and tell us what the real deal is, man. Yeah. I, I, that's offline. But uh, <laughs> anyway, 2004, they had a team, if you remember, with uh, Carl Malone and Gary Payton, they got everybody together. The, the difference team. was they did have a still good Shaq, a still good Kobe, and they had a great coach. This team, all they got is just old people that have passed their prime except for LeBron. And AD stays injured, and then you got the coach Vogel. They need to blow that team up. 
nothing to ever happen with the Lakers from this point is going to ever be positive, ever. That's what I'm saying, though, Scott. Like, if you're LeBron, why do you want to stay around that? Man, you so can't. But you. But the problem is, Jay, if you're asking for LeBron, he cannot leave. He cannot. And I understand the modern NBA and players got their own ways of doing things now. He can. He cannot leave. So he's a stable because his family's established. The no, business he and everything can't. Is there. He can't leave. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you also, can't leave. Also, he's still great. Like he's talking about LeBron is still because if great. you leave, you ran out on the Lakers when times got tough, and that mm. would that would sour the Laker fan base. That's why when the conversation came up, if you remember when he was back in Cleveland for the All Star break, he had to clean it up because it was like, well, wait a minute, man, the hell you mean you thinking about going back to Cleveland? I'm just saying, no. Why, why would the Laker fan base be all of a sudden something that LeBron's worried about? I mean, what was because the Cleveland fan base not enough? Was it Miami? I mean, but he I know. doesn't want to alienate Los Angeles. Mm. He plans Cleveland on he always, plans on making a life Cle- there. Cleveland right? is you know. always gonna take him home. home. That's fair because it's home. They gonna always embrace him. L.A. is different. If you basically kick us when we down and run for the hills, we ain't got nothing for you. And you want to do business. You know, it's just, just it's a yeah, very I'm awkward situation. It's almost like New York sports, right? If you poo-poo on New York sports as a player, the Max Kellermans of the world are going to hate you. L.A. wants to know one thing. One thing only. Really, you could, they forgive you anything else. Are you a Lakers fan? Yes or no. Period. Are you a Laker? And, 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 but, but, like, even the Lakers got to be Lakers fans. LeBron can't leave him in the lurch. No, you can't. See, no. the real question is, LeBron James a fan of Rob Palenka? And how does that relationship continue? Is that relationship salvageable? Like, yes. Yeah. Is if, it, if, if it's fractured. I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, if it's LeBron fractured. has put out multiple times shots. If that was, you know, what Les Snead did with the Rams. If that was what happened with OKC's GM making there's no only, statements. There's been a lot of jabs about this now. There's only one scenario I could see where... LeBron turns his back on the Lakers. If he and Clutch decide, we can buy that team if I go there. Then, okay. Yeah, they ain't got enough money. That's, that's already set up get, for 2026. I get, they, so, I, get, I get. Oh, you're talking about another that's team? That's 2026. Yeah, another oh, team somewhere the Lakers, there's, no, 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 there's an expansion team coming to that. Vegas, 2026. It's already established. There you go. If he, if LeBron thinks that the opportunity yeah, to buy a team. Yeah, but 2026 is over. I, well, yeah. I'm just yeah. giving you a reference yeah. point. Yeah. And here's the other thing about LeBron. Like, are we sure? I asked this about. Giannis last year, because LeBron was the undisputed best player in basketball for so long. Now he's no longer undisputed best player, so the title's kind of up for grabs. I might mm. say KD. You might say Giannis. Someone else might say Embiid. Someone else might say someone else. To me, LeBron is still in that conversation. Yes. Yes. You can't remove him because of, you can't remove him individually because the Lakers uh, are very bad as a team. So he might still be the best player in basketball. Absolutely. No one is I definitively saying, better saying, than him. I keep saying that to people. They're like, no, man. I'm like, man, the dude is still ridiculous, man. Put some shooters around the dude. Well, that's why I said, when Jay's saying they got to do this, do that, I'm like, no. You got the 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 the, the banana. I mean, the the, the, um, the Sunday. No, you're it, looking for the banana. You're yeah. looking for the you Caruso the banana. You got all three of them dudes, you nice ice cream, right? Those guys you got a chocolate, a vanilla, 
in a strawberry. <clears throat> no, you, now you just got to get you a couple bananas and I'm some saying, peanuts. No, you and, can't afford Yes, those you guys. can't afford Caruso now. One? You can afford it's the not, next Caruso. Yes, you can afford the next Caruso. You find the next Caruso. Yes, absolutely. By trading who? Well, you but know no, you find them. Expiring contract, you know. All those expiring contracts. For instance, is Stanley Johnson a good piece for the Lakers right now? Yes. He could be. So you bring him back. Well, I don't know. He's on these 10-day contracts or whatever. Now you give him a little nugget. But you still got the same offensive problem that is that Russ is a different version of Braun. And that's not – that doesn't – like you don't – and I, I hear what you guys are saying through the draft, but – No, not you need necessarily through the draft. It could be through the G League. It could yeah. be through somebody Overseas. else's – Somebody else's bad players. It comes all – not bad players, but low-end players. It's all about the scouting. Can you go hey. find a – uh, what was the, the 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 guard that was with Golden State that used to be with the Clippers, Livingston? Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston. Yeah. Can you go find you or a the, Sean guys, Livingston? Guys, you ever hear of red paperclip theory? No, so, no so but you're th- going to tell us. I am. So there's a guy who started with a red paperclip. He <laughs> wanted to know, can I trade – what can I – can I trade this thing to someone who wants a red paperclip for something slightly more valuable, right? And he traded it for like an old doorknob or something like that. And could he keep doing that? Where could he end up? He started with a red paper clip. He ended up with a house. The point is, you find you. Fi- it took him years to do it. But is this a you, real story? Or it's a real like- story. It actually happened. So you, I think it was like a year's rent paid in a house, something like that. But the point is, st- from a red paper clip, the idea is you find something, someone who needs that thing you have and is willing to give you something in exchange slightly more valuable, you keep doing that. You can do that on the fringes of a roster with the little, as Key says, the bananas or whatever. You can find those things. Some other team has a nice – you have a nice fit for them. They could use a THT or whatever, and they give you back another little piece. But it fits better with what you got. Mm. Exactly. THT, get out. See you. Peace. Another national championship is headed back home. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Man, I was getting nervous about how late that game was on because we got to get up crazy early to do this show. And it was halftime. I want to say it was 10, 12, 12 minutes after 10 was the last time I looked at the clock. Yeah, it was late. It was after 10 p.m. and the half just the half time had just started. Halftime had just started. Why they go so late? 
What no research? Idea, what research tells them from college basketball that bring in the West Coast? Yeah, but that's okay because if so, six twenty start Pacific time. Yeah, you're trying to get as much prime time overlap between the coasts. I but, guess it's just too late. But it's, it's like, not like this West Coast teams playing. Yeah. When the last time a West Coast team actually been in the finals? UCLA. I said, when was the last time? Well, wasn't it a couple of years ago? The UCLA was in the final last four? Year. Yeah. About the four years ago? I think it was last year. <laughs> Wait, last year? Pull up last year. Not in the championship. Not in the championship. Well, was it? Not in the championship, but the final four. You said right. final no, four. No, I meant like the final. Oh, the like final. The final. Like Monday night. Should be you. You gotta be done, but by eleven p.m. the latest. Come on, guys, this is nuts. It was so like you know I'm fighting. I mean, it was yeah. an exciting comeback, so it's keeping me well, up. You said it was in the final four last year. The final, yeah, four. final four, yeah, yeah. Four. Final four. I mean, like like the the championship, championship, championship game. Yeah, I mean, championship yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, Gonzaga, but it, I mean, how many people are really watching from the West Coast, Gonzaga? Other than the Washington area, you know, you know, they say they they yell at you for saying Gonzaga, right? You know, it's Gonzaga, Gonzaga. whatever Gonzaga. Aga. I'm just, I, 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 Zigzag. I'm just I, I've gotten handwritten letters I to me from people like care. It's the Zags, Gonzaga. I'm like, oh, okay, I got Gonzaga. It. It's the Zag. I got that, it. I does that it. make it better, Gonzaga? <laughs> like, no, Gonzaga. There you go. I'm happy for Bill Self last night for a multitude of reasons, but um, also, I mean, the last time they won it was when Mario Chalmers made that crazy, crazy three point shot. It's pretty insane. So it's just, uh, I don't know, last night watching this team ultimately get there, beat North Carolina. Bill Self gets his second national championship. Now it starts the conversation about after Coach K retires, if he does retire, then who's the he coach? He retired that, last year. Who's the coach that carries the crown? Jay, you do understand when Jay Will says if he does retire, people's ears prick up. Yeah, but he retired last know. year. He was, I'm retiring, but I'm still going to coach. Last year, yeah, he announced he's gonna. This yeah, right. Year he's gonna retire, for, yeah. but he's gonna coach one more season. Yeah, eight eight eight. Say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. I know nothing. Who yeah, replaces think. Coach K as the best coach in college basketball? Is it Bill Self? Just won the title, second title. Jay Wright already got two. Or is there somewhere else? That Tom, Tom Izzo. Tom, Tom Izzo. Rick Pitino. Is Rick Pitino still the best coach in college basketball? I know there's a history of things that have happened, but John really? Calipari. John Calipari. Yeah, you know what? It's interesting to me. Calipari's in is a situation now where he's kind of like the Yankees, right? Oh. Yankees fans are like, oh, the last time we really won was 2009. What are we doing? Yeah. That's, what, that's all you hear Kentucky fans talk about. You got to throw in year. Bayheim. Bayheim's all yeah, Bayheim. He's on his way out. Bay- Bayheim, just like Tom, though, has one. But, but it's what Key said earlier. When you have one and there's much, much less road ahead of you than behind you, it's different than when you have one and you're much younger yeah, and you've got a lot and, of road ahead. And, Jim, is the Maxo, and, and so Jim Bayheim has been coaching at Syracuse since they invented basketball, and he's only got <laughs> one. You can get needed Carmelo one, and uh, McNamara that year, too. Like, no, you but need, I'm just you need like, a, you, yeah. you only, I, I guess for me, if I've been doing it as long as some of these dudes have been doing it and I only got one, it's like, you're not going to be you're you're in the top tier, but you're not in the you're not number you're not going to be number so one on the list. How great can you be? Can, can I throw a two like like you're talking about age then, Max? What about yeah. Tony Bennett, who's young and has Tony one? Bennett, yeah, has one. Yep. And and they're kind of off the beaten path because they haven't really done much since their title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Scott Drew, who won it last year, also young and at Baylor. Like where are those guys in this? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. You're not too far off when the max amount of championships that have been won are two. So guys like Tony Bennett, Scott Drew, I mean. Look, to be real, Scott Drew, I mean, these guys are supposed to be there 
they complete a 25-point comeback against North Carolina. But it's I mean, also like about – and I feel like it's also about feel, too. Like the, the feel of the coach, right? The presence of the coach. Uh, Jay Wright has Jay that Wright presence. Jay Wright has that presence, yeah, so sure. to speak. It, it feels right. Yeah. Let me throw out another name. Hmm. What if Billy Donovan went back I was from the NBA to college? I literally was about two. to say that. I literally, gosh, we think alike, too bad. I was literally about to say, I was literally about to say that. What if he went back to college? Yeah, I got another one so for well you. For Chicago. I got another one for you. Every, and Key's going to bristle. Yeah. What if Mark Few wins one? Win one. one. Okay, no, okay. Wins one. Evan, when the, win hey, one. Hey, Jeez, when the ceiling is two, and as soon as you get one, you're in the conversation, right? Yes, so And given how many, how many times he has now made a run, yes. I, if he got one, he would be right there. But yes. most of most, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, he's been coaching 23 years, I think it is. I don't know the exact number. Yeah, it's a 20 number, yeah. high to mid-20s, whatever. Yeah. He hasn't gotten one. Yep. These other dudes didn't yep. wait 20 years to get one. They got it in that 15 range. So but he to also speak. built something from nothing. I, but you built it. It's been the same since you built it. About, I'm not arguing now. I'm saying if he gets one, if he won one next year, because you know they're going to be a high seed. Yeah, number one seed in the country. <laughs> <years. laughs> That's the thing about lineage and where you are. So how about the, the two finalists last night, Hubert Davis and Bill Self, have both succeeded Roy Williams. Yeah. Like so think about like the establishment that Roy Williams left at Kansas that Bill Self took over for. And think about the establishment that Hubert Davis took over at North Carolina that Roy Williams. Yeah, Roy left. Williams the man. Like Roy legend, <laughs> yeah. man. Who was, that, yeah. who was at Kansas before Roy? Was it Larry? Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Larry yeah, Brown. Larry Brown. Yeah, Larry, Larry Brown. Brown. Yeah. It's just crazy know. how it works it's, out that it's way. It's wide open right now. As soon as you have the GOAT, maybe, right? Who's sitting on Five, who had a shot at six this year. As soon as he walks out the door, man, it is wide open. Mm, mm, mm. Jay, you want to sign up for where? A co- a school. <laughs> I don't know. Want to hear from Want to hear from Corey in New York, real quick? Absolutely. Corey, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, Kiwi. You've <laughs> <laughs> been high, that man. I haven't heard your voice in over a year and a half. Yeah, well, I just don't normally say Kiwi anymore. I just say hi, guys. I like the Kiwi thing, though. I like. I think you should keep it going. Okay, thank you. That's <laughs> so what you got. Um, the coach that's up deck. Well, first of all, Max, you're you're out of your mind about the NBA trade. <laughs> thank you. See, thank you. It, Tell this it, r- ridiculous. Yeah, right. Because the because the Knicks have so much going on right now, as always. Right, if they're going to give up everybody, you give up everybody for Damian Lillard. You don't give up for two old folks. They're not doing anything for Lakers, and I'm but a Lakers fan. How do you fan. know Damian Lillard's available? And AD's not old, and Damian Lillard's a thirty-what-year-old six-footer, and I'm talking about a younger guy who's seven feet and who just won a championship. By the way, can you please stop pushing or perpetuating this agenda? It's not working. If, if, if I was AD Lakers, came I'd rather to New give York. up. If AD came to New York and played 60 games, he'd be the most valuable Nick since Patrick Ewing. And if I hit the lotto, then, you know, like a lot. Yeah, but he does play 60 games usually. Win. Okay. Anthony Davis, I'm going to put up his numbers right now. Ready for this? Right now, we got AD's numbers. Let's see games played. So, this year, 39. (laughs) Last year, 36. (laughs) Year before his first year with the Lakers, 62. 56, 75, 75, 61. He he has played 600 games in, I'm going to guess, 10 years exactly, which averages 60 games a year. 
So his last yeah, ten ga- ten years, six hundred three games. But he his last sixty three, games. But his last three, he played hundred games. But does that doesn't that mean he's kind of due to be healthy one of these years? I hope so. He's twenty nine, twenty eight right now. Yeah, I'm but, not, he, but he, he's he's not like um, a guard. Like he's he's a big that has injury prone like body parts. Okay, man. so if what we're saying due is ad's ad's days as an all star are done, his ah. his his career is winding down. Then you're right. If you don't think that, then you do think at some point he's going to play 60-plus games what do, again. What do you think, though? I think AD has been snake bit recently, and even though I don't ever expect him to play 82, I expect him to play 60-plus games. So you're telling me as a Knicks fan you would do this move? If you no, could. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just proposing it. <laughs> would you take AD if you're the Knicks, if it meant taking Russell Westbrook, and they get to pick your roster for who they want? One NFL coach went off, and we're going to react to it. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, guys, tonight's the uh, Masters Champions Dinner. <clears throat> and uh, the defending champ, Hideki Matsuyama, picks the menu. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm not asking Hideki Matsuyama to pick the menu. Jay, Key, Key, I'm asking y'all to pick the menu. Key, let's start with you since you're a you're a chef of sorts, right? You're a he's an amateur he's chef. Be, don't be too detailed. Like keep it high, like because you go into the granular details about spices you be using. Just keep keep it high level. Yeah, what, for me. what are we having? What are we having at the Masters if you're picking the? Do you want to tell me how to prepare my dinner? I'm just meal. saying you take too long explaining it. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes people want to know how to make certain things, but I would go soul food All to right. start with. All right, and it's in the South, so I would think that. Well, I don't know. The players probably hadn't all had it, but <laughs> you can't go wrong with frying up the chicken. Sure. Right? The collard greens probably would scare a bunch of them. They probably would think it's hot salad. It's too salty. No, it's hot, hot no, salad. No, collard greens got to be there. Come on. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so I got to go collard greens. I got to go mac and cheese. I got to go hot water cornbread. I've got to go um, candy yams. Not can yams. Candy. candy. Yeah, candy. Sweet Not- potato pies? Yeah, of course. Yeah. We didn't get to the dessert part right, of it. Okay. So, you know, some people that want to fake healthy, I throw them a little green salad in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to have maybe some sort of, um, when we get to dessert, I'm going to go peach cobbler. Right. I'm not an apple pie. I like apple pie, but I'm not an apple pie guy. Um, and then banana pudding. And then some some tequila to wash it all down. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to make the music right. I'm, I'm going to get some Al Green, mm-hmm. some Patti LaBelle. You know what I mean? Like you about to come in here and feel. What's on day. your menu? I, I'm eating whatever keys in. Like, All right. I, I, so I'm soul food, cooker, yeah, soul food, yeah. Al Green, Patty LaBelle. All right. Sounds good. I'm in. Yeah. Right. I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Frying good. up that chicken, and then I'm gonna have either some some red rooster hot sauce mm-hmm. or Louisiana hot sauce. One but of the te- two. Why are you washing it down with tequila? Oh, what you want me to get some yak? Yeah. <laughs> you can. I mean, what I, you want wine? You want wine? Nah, just like you know. Cab guy, a little Shiraz. I just do. I just do light beer, man. 
No, I mean, I we'll have a I'm full bar. Let's just put yet. it that way. I'm not having beer. Chicken. But I'm when you, 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 I want something to cut through the grease and everything, and also like be a little refreshing, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Collard greens gonna knock them over though. So they gonna, get, yeah, man, they <laughs> yeah. gonna little, got, little got, bite. You bite it, it bites you back a little. Y'all ain't gonna want to sit next to me turkey in there. No, not little, with diabetes. I have no. I see. A little smoked turkey in them no, collard irritable, greens. Irritable bowel syndrome. Man, oh, I right. had some okay. greens. Who was that's, that? That's, that that's lovely. Killer. Thank you for that image. Killer <laughs> the other day. Y'all smell that? Man, stop. Oh, man. Gross. We're back in. Uh, how much time we got, Yates? <laughs> okay. You keep expanding. There you go. No, I'm just going to tell you at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm vamping. Two seconds oh, now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. So this is Choose Your Own Adventure. You get to vote at Key, J, and Max on Twitter what you think the, last, the, the topic on the last segment should be, and then we talk that topic. And the winner of that vote. Are we going to actually see the numbers, or you want me just to go straight to the winner, Evan? Do we have the numbers? We do. We do indeed have the numbers. Okay, ready for this? Very, it's a pretty close race. 21% wanted Coach K's return. 24% the Lakers and the Nets' future. 25% the wide receiver watch. But the winner with 29%, Pete Carroll goes off. Let's listen to what Pete Carroll had to say. This is from Adam Schefter's ESPN Senior NFL Insider, of course, Adam Schefter's podcast. One person said, and I quote, he just went off. He was saying you can do anything but until owners get to know these candidates before the actual interviews and understand that they have to hire people who are different than them, it's not going to really change. And nobody challenged him on it, but I'm told that people were not happy that Pete Carroll sounded off about the owners. Okay, so that's obviously Schefter reporting what Pete Carroll said, nevertheless. Um, Pete Carroll ain't wrong, you know? Key, uh, this, what it boils down to, like you look at Tampa, it, it boils down to individuals making choices, right? Well, I've always said, though, until the owners have an opportunity to sit in a room and get to know the individuals that they're interviewing and feel comfortable with that, they're going to always struggle. I mean, because they could sit back and not have to engage or deal with certain people from that's not from their upbringing. It, you know, and I say this all the time, and I'll say it again. How many owners in the National Football League do you honestly think deal with black people on a daily basis that don't work for their team? Friends. Yeah, well, first of all, how many people do they deal with on a daily basis that aren't dependent upon them for their livelihood, right? Probably I mean, that yeah. number is small, yeah. and then within that number, how diverse is it? You can make that point for – Fortune 500 companies yet alone yeah. in the NFL. So they're uncomfortable. Like, this is what this is why I find laughable about all this. That it's create a stir where some owners aren't happy. This is not the first time that we've had these type of conversations. Is it the first time because a coach in the league has pointed it out that 
makes you angry enough for there to be a report that states that owners aren't happy about that? And by the way, if you're owners, why would you ever want something like that to be out there that you guys aren't happy about what Pete Carroll has said? Well, it's not all 32 owners, right? There's going to always be out of 32 owners, family groups. There's always going to be a handful that don't align themselves with the same thought process. And I know we live in a world, Max, where you're like, well, everybody, it's, we're, we should be past that. Well, you're not. I'll say Reality. it again. The reality of it is how many people I, – I was just in West Palm Beach the other day on vacation, and I was just checking it out, just looking at it. A lot of owners, you know, they got second and third homes down there, whatever the case is. They frequent that area. They actually have the owners' meeting at the Breakers uh, Resort down there. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, in my mind, and I was saying, I was just like, just laughing because I can imagine them being down there and hanging around only people that look like them. Can, can I say something about this, guys? I, it's even worse, I think, than people realize. Let me just break this down real quick. The basic fault line in American discourse and the conversation about this along kind of ideological lines, right, like right-left, is on the left, people like to point to systemic issues. It's the way it's set up. It's the history of our country, et cetera. And on the right, they like to talk about personal responsibility. Here's the thing. And by the way, both are legitimate things to talk about. I would tend to agree with a side that talks about systemic problems more. But obviously, personal choices do factor in. They're both legitimate topics of conversation, right? Here's the problem. The NFL tried to address this in a systemic way, right? They tried to address it with a Rooney rule. And they're certain, and they just, they strengthened it. And it hasn't been enough. And this is what's so damning about it. It hasn't been enough because of the personal choices that the owners are making. This boils down to a handful or a couple handfuls of extremely powerful people, almost exclusively white, who consistently make choices. In Tampa, we see it's different because individuals have made different choices. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's bizarre, Max. And, and you know, I know we, we talked about this topic not long ago, but it just brought to my mind the Denver Broncos situation in terms of uh, them selling the team. So the guidelines that are in place to buy the team, I don't know. Did you see it? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a lot. It's, the, it's, it's ridiculous, the guidelines to purchase a team and how you got to go about doing it based on economics, how much you have, where the money is coming from. You can't put a group together to purchase the team because the group that you have to put together, the individual who is the majority owner has to have a certain net worth to be able to do it. It comes like, down to Bezos and Elon Musk. Those are like the two the who's going to do it. Like, no, no yeah, yeah. like seriously. Yeah. So you automatically are Xing anybody out that are thinking about purchasing a team because you don't want Oprah and Jay-Z and Tyler Perry to put a group together of another five people to join them to go purchase the team because you know they got high net worth, but they don't have individually the amount of money that you think you need to qualify yeah, almost to no buy one the does. team. Almost no one does Except anymore. those people. Yeah. It's unbelievable because if teams are now $5 billion and you need four times the, the, the net worth of the team, you need to have $20 billion in assets and, to buy and, a team. And by the way, the entry fee into the market is still low comparative to where it's going to be in two years from now. It's just I crazy. Mean, sporting rights is only going to go That does up. it. I'm that out. That I was, was going to buy a team, but now it's out. It's that was just me. put into play. One of my buddies texted me last night, and we were going back and forth. 
And he was like, we should just put a group together and go. I said, man, not a chance. We can't even put a group together a to group. get a damn hotel room. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> They're not touching us. Yeah, group. Oh, Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. J.M., congratulations Thank you. on big UNC losing. It was a big win for you after, <clears throat> after uh, the debacle. After Saturday. Nice working with you, Saturday, Greenberg. Right? See you tomorrow. Yes, Good Greenberg. Job, you can call me Greenberg. I don't take that as an insult. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, ESPN Jake. Radio. We're out. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.